Welcome to All of Yoga. This podcast explores, you guessed it, all of yoga, including the roots and history of yoga, how simple concepts from yoga philosophy can help us live a less stressful life, and how to approach the physical aspect of yoga in a safe and beneficial way. If you're brand new to yoga and wondering what it's all about, or you're an experienced yogi looking to learn more about all of yoga, this podcast is for you. Welcome to this episode, Yoga Teacher Training, the what, the why, and the how. At Yoga Hero, there's a few things that we are particularly motivated to do. One is to share all of yoga, hence this podcast, (laughs) and another is to share yoga with all or with at least as many people as possible. We find that so many people worry that they're not flexible enough to do yoga or their body isn't, in inverted commas, the right shape or right size or whatever. Now, when you consider that yoga is actually the science of the mind, of course, that doesn't need a certain shaped body or a certain age to be worked towards. But what's happened is that yoga is shared on things like Instagram, where the more challenging poses get the more interaction. So the more people see these poses, they associate them with yoga and believe yoga to be these poses only because that's all they've seen. Really, one of the ways that we can show people that yoga is for them is by having teachers that are like them. So if you feel that you're too X to be a yoga teacher or not Y enough to be a yoga teacher, then actually yoga really needs you. If you feel you're too old, then by teaching yoga, you're demonstrating that there's no age limit on yoga. If you're in a bigger body, you're demonstrating that there are aspects of the practice that people in bigger bodies will need and want. If you've never been able to touch your toes, you, as a yoga teacher, will be walking proof that you do not have to be flexible in order to do yoga. And if the more challenging poses feel far away for you, your practice is more likely to be one that more people connect with. With that in mind, we thought it was time to talk about yoga teacher training, what it is, why you would embark on a teacher training, and how is best to go about it. Now, In the interests of full disclosure, I am exceptionally proud of Yoga Heroes teacher training and so I will give a bit more information about that towards the end of this episode. But as passionate as I am about our training, I'm more passionate that as an aspiring yoga teacher that you find the course that's perfect for you. So in the how section of this episode, we'll run through what to look out for in a training what constitutes a decent training and how to choose one that's right for you. Okay, so here's where we're going. The what. What is yoga teacher training? What does a good course look like? What's the deal with accreditation and all that jazz? The why. Aside from becoming a yoga teacher, why would someone enroll on a teacher training? What's to be gained from it? The how. How do you go about choosing the right course for you? How do you apply? How do you actually undertake the training? And then lastly, I'll tell you a bit about Yoga Heroes training just in case it happens to be the perfect option for you. Okay, let's crack on. The 
the what. What is yoga teacher training? To boil it right down, this is the training, the process that you go through so that you can teach yoga to others. But also, yoga teacher training is potentially a life-changing experience. They're not just my words. They're the words of many people who've attended a teacher training. So why would people say that? Let's explore. In order to explore, let me guide you through a brief concept, a piece of guidance from yoga that might help demonstrate how much yoga can positively impact our lives. This concept is not being attached to the fruits of our actions. So what is that? What does that actually mean? Well, it means that we know what we want to happen. So you need to be aware of your wishes, your dreams, your big goals, your intentions. If you're working hard for a promotion, great. Getting the promotion is your intention. If you're training hard to run a 10k, great. That's your intention. If you're putting effort into creating a morning routine, great. (laughs) That's your intention. So we know our intention. We work hard to make it happen in the best way we know how. And this isn't just in a professional sense. It's not just in a career way. This is personal improvement as well. So you know what you want to happen. You're putting your effort in to make it happen in the most authentic way that you can with energy and passion and integrity. But here's the thing. And this is where the magic happens. We then trust that the correct, the right, the most useful outcome will happen, which might be different to your wish. So maybe you're working hard to get a promotion. If you don't get the promotion, well, it wasn't meant to be and you accept that. But we don't just sit back and be like, well, if it's meant to be, it'll be, so I can't be bothered to prep for the interview. No. But we understand that your intention and your effort are within your control, but there are many things that are outside of your control, like the outcome of your efforts, and trying to control those leads to major anxiety, frustration, disappointment. If something doesn't roll out in the way that you'd wished, then maybe there's a lesson for you there. Maybe it wasn't right for you. And do you know what? You already know this. I'm sure that you can think of a time in your life where something happened and you were devastated. Maybe a relationship broke down. Maybe you were let go from a job that you loved. Something like that. And actually, now that you look back on it, that thing happening was so positive. Maybe it led to X, which led to Y, which has been so positive in your life. Maybe as a result of it happening, you went off traveling or you met someone or you learned a new skill or overcame a challenge. So let me recap. We're aware of what we want to happen. We work towards making that happen in the best way that we know how with effort and presence and passion. And we understand that it might not happen. It might not roll out like we wish. I tell you what, it's so incredibly liberating. You focus on what you can control and you surrender the rest. Let's pause for a moment. It's human nature to start to look inwards when you learn things like this. Take a deep breath. 
It's lessons like this, insight like this, that makes yoga teacher training life-changing. That was just a few minutes of philosophy there. Over the course of a teacher training, we have 200 hours of learning, introspection, applying the learning. You can see how it becomes completely transformative. So, what is teacher training? Well, it's learning about yourself, learning about yoga, and learning how to teach yoga. Of course, yoga teacher training also includes anatomy study and asana study, asana being the poses of yoga, for a lifetime of safe and beneficial practice, teaching methodology to make sure that your classes are thought out and impactful and safe, and so and so much more. I could go on forever. <laughs> to become a yoga teacher, you need to complete a 200-hour yoga teacher training course. Some places add hours onto this so their course is longer, but the minimum is 200 hours. This will give you a certificate from the accrediting body that accredits the course, of which there are many. Our courses are accredited by Yoga Alliance professionals. There's also the Yoga Alliance, which confusingly has no relation to the Yoga Alliance professionals. If accreditation is something that's really important to you, definitely research the different bodies. But if it feels like a bit of a minefield and you're not really sure what you're looking for, you can rest assured that a course with accreditation has done the work to receive that accreditation. Just as an FYI, there are also shorter courses. For example, at Yoga Hero, we have a 50-hour trauma-informed yoga course and a 40-hour restorative yoga course, for example. These are often open to non-yoga teachers, but in and of themselves, they don't count as a qualification to become a yoga teacher. You have to do the 200-hour course for that. However, usually if you do a shorter course, then become a yoga teacher, as soon as you're a yoga teacher, you can teach all the styles of qualifications that you have, irrespective of whether you got the qualification before becoming a yoga teacher or not. Now, that might sound complicated, sorry if it does, but in short, it gives you the option of doing a shorter course somewhere, maybe getting to know a trainer or studio before enrolling on a 200-hour course, which can be, of course, a huge investment of your time and finances. So this is definitely an option. The why. Imagine if you had just five minutes or 15 minutes or an hour and a half <laughs> and you were able to roll out your yoga mat and practice yoga without being led, knowing that you were being completely safe, that your sequence was safe, your alignment was safe and that what you were doing was beneficial. Let's also take a moment to imagine maybe something has already happened today that has annoyed you. Maybe someone you live with has stacked the dishwasher in a really annoying way. Or maybe somebody cut you up while you were driving. Now imagine whatever it was that irritated you today, in the future, that that thing still happens, but it doesn't affect you, just doesn't bother you. It's not that the thing doesn't happen. It does. It just doesn't touch you. You're not pretending it doesn't bother you, you're not sweeping it under the rug or pushing it down, 
you're just genuinely not bothered. That might feel far away, but I promise you it's possible. Lots of people enroll on a teacher training with no intention to teach. They do it to immerse themselves in yoga, to embed yoga into their life. So why? Why yoga teacher training? Because it pretty universally, positively affects your life and the lives of those around you, not to mention that it can and will help share yoga a bit further, maybe with people who really, really need it. So that's why. To embed yoga into your life and maybe even into the lives of others. The how. So how do you know when you're ready for yoga teacher training? Well, there's a couple of prerequisites to be aware of. One, that you have been practicing regularly for at least two years. And two, that you have an open mind. That's it. (laughs) Well, at least that's it for our teacher training. There's no prerequisites for the size or shape of your body, like we talked about at the beginning of the episode. There's no prerequisites that you must be able to do a certain pose or anything like that. Clearly, if you've never done a headstand, you should absolutely not be teaching headstand under any circumstances. But really, you're unlikely to be attracting people who want to do headstand. And if you do, you'll reach out to your network of yoga teachers and find the right teacher for this student. Okay, so let me summarize the how so far. There's two prerequisites. One, regular practice for at least two years. Two, an open mind. And three, if you do go on to teach, that you promise to only teach what you feel confident teaching. Safety first. How to choose the right training for you. Trainers. When considering a course, there'll be some information about the trainers that are leading the course. So you just want to be confident that they know their stuff. Yoga is so incredibly vast that there is loads that they won't know and that is okay. But they definitely need to know about musculoskeletal anatomy. They definitely need to understand the history of yoga and key philosophical concepts. You want to make sure that they have experience in both teaching yoga and teaching yoga teacher trainings too. And on a personal level, make sure that they inspire you. You'll be spending 200 hours online or in person with them. Make sure that you find them engaging and that they inspire you in terms of the breadth and potential of yoga. In an ideal world, your trainers will be able to introduce you to graduates of their courses too, so that you can get the lowdown from them. Make sure any courses that you're considering include anatomy for safe yoga practice, philosophy, looking at yoga beyond just the asana, teaching methodology, How do you teach a total yoga newbie and an experienced yogi in the same class? Sequencing methodology. How do you build a sequence that makes sense, that's safe and that helps people connect with their bodies and feel strong and make space? Instructions and cueing. How do you get somebody into downward facing dog for the very first time? 
And I'd say make sure that there's some information on the business of yoga. You probably aren't aiming to make a million pounds from teaching yoga. But if you're going to be teaching yoga and earning money from it, you are running a business. Not a lot of courses talk about it like this, but it's true and it's nothing to be ashamed about. A yoga teacher that's stressed, hungry, worried about money is not going to be teaching to the best of their ability. A yoga teacher with a bit of money in the bank and food on the table is going to be more likely to be a teacher that thrives and that can share to the best of their ability. Catch-up system. Make sure there's a robust catch-up system in place. You know, life continues to happen even while yoga teacher training is in progress, believe it or not. There'll be times where you just have to go to the doctors or pick the kids up or sort out a family dispute or go to a meeting at work. So what's the plan? How will you catch up on the learnings that you've missed? Practicalities. Consider practicalities from your point of view. Would you prefer to learn online or offline? Look at course dates and check that you're available. Check that there's time between blocks or between learning days to consolidate what you've learned so that further learnings build on that solid foundation. Teaching practice. We mentioned before how many people do enrol on a training solely to immerse themselves in the teachings of yoga, which is fabulous. But if you're planning to teach yoga, or at least if you don't want to rule it out, there's simply no substitute for practicing the actual teaching of a yoga class. You can learn all the theory in the world, but the only way that you'll be able to teach confidently, safely, is with practice. So find out how much opportunity is there to teach, how much feedback do you get, and how does that consolidate the learnings from the rest of the course. How to apply. Each training will have its own application process. We have a short form for you to complete so that we can get an idea of who you are and what yoga means to you. How to undertake the training. My main piece of advice here is to clear the decks as much as you possibly, feasibly can for the duration of your training. There's going to be a lot to learn, to consolidate and to process. So anything that you can do, like um, hire a cleaner, tell work that you have to start and finish on time, extra childcare, limit social engagements, whatever works for you will just give you more opportunity to integrate the learnings from your training. Plus, it's knackering. (laughs) My other main piece of advice is to get into journaling if you aren't already. The whole thing is such a, hopefully, amazing experience that keeping a record of it makes sense. Even just jotting down how it felt to teach that day, how it felt to be taught, how it felt to learn that guidance on alignment in that pose that you never really understood before, or how it felt to nail a pose that you thought was out of your reach. 
It really does make for amazing reading in years to come. I still go back to my training journals now after years of teaching. Love it. So now you know the what, the why and the how of yoga teacher training. Let me tell you a little bit about Yoga Heroes teacher training in case it turns out to be the right option for you. On the first day of teacher training, we go through the ethos underpinning the training. And I thought I would just go through this here because I really think it it encapsulates the heart of the intention of the training. The focus of this teacher training course is teaching yoga with safety and improvement at the heart of everything that you do. Safety first. Safety first means learning and understanding how to help students modify for their energy levels, their strength, and their flexibility at each moment, in each asana, in each class. A focus on safety throughout each practice keeps both student and teacher mindful and present. Secondary to safety is improvement. Personal, professional, mental and physical improvement. At Yoga Hero, we believe that every time you step on your yoga mat is a hero win. Every time you decide to do your yoga, your meditation, your journaling, your rest, it's a huge contribution towards that continual improvement. We all have strength to build, patience to cultivate, philosophy to learn anatomical knowledge to deepen or alignment to understand. As yoga heroes, understanding and respecting this is stage one and working towards your own improvement is stage two, which lasts a lifetime. Safety and improvement will feed into the ethos that you as a yoga student and yoga teacher will cultivate. These two things feed into every decision about whether to teach a class or not, what to teach in that class, the words you use, the adjustments that you might make. Carrying this ethos with you will help to keep you present and mindful. Your commitment. In order to fully commit to this course, make a pact with yourself to practice yoga and meditation regularly, ideally daily. Make a pact to observe what comes up throughout the journey of this course without judgment and note this down in your journal along with thoughts, notes about your yoga and meditation practice and anything else that you like. This journal is for your eyes only. From this moment onwards, practice what you teach and teach what you practice. Be true to yourself as a yoga student and teacher. Be authentic. Talk about what you're passionate about and you can leave the rest to one side. Your students will find you or you will find them. So if you had a reservation about becoming a yoga teacher, you thought you were 2x or not enough Y, remember, the more that yoga teachers represent wider society, the more that wider society will see that yoga can be and is for them. Thank you so much for listening, you wonderful heroes. I hope you found that useful. And I'm really looking forward to catching you next time.